Hey, in today's English lesson, I'm going to give you four tips, four tips that will help you communicate clearly in English and start speaking like a native English speaker. Are you ready? Well then I'm teacher Tiffany. Let's jump right in. All right. Tip number one, you need to simplify your idea. This is something that I encourage all of my students to do. And I want to encourage you as well. You see, simplifying your idea is one of the first keys to speaking English, like a native English speaker. Look at point number one, in order for your idea to stick for the person listening to you to understand and follow along, you need to make your idea as simple as possible. Think about it. I'm teaching you English. I'm your English teacher. My goal is to help you master this English language and finally speak English like a native, but English is very complicated. So my job is to simplify the ideas, simplify the lessons. And in order for you to speak like me, you must also do the same. The next thing is you must break your idea down until you get to the core of your idea. Think about an apple. I love apples and I have eaten an apple every day for so many years because I love apples. Now, some days I miss eating the apple, but usually I eat apples. Now at the center of an apple is a core, the center, the main portion of the apple. So when we say the core of your idea, you want to make sure you're giving the most important information, figure out what you're trying today to say, <laughs> I'm going to leave that in and actually deliver that information, that message to the individual, simplify your idea and then come up with one simple and impactful statement or sentence. Remember when you're trying to speak in English, like a native, it's important for you to organize your thoughts. And as you organize your thoughts, you'll figure out the core of your idea and you'll figure out the most important thing you need to tell the person listening to you. And you should be able to break that down into a simple sentence or statement. For example, in this lesson, I am teaching you, I'm giving you four tips that will help you communicate in English, like a native English speaker, one sentence, one statement. First, simplify your idea. Makes sense, right? Okay. Let's move on to tip number two. Tip number two is you need to prove your idea. This is something that I love teaching my students how to do again, Proving your idea. You need to let the person listening to you know that you actually can support your thoughts. This is something that many English learners are not taught in their own countries in other courses and other books or other institutes, but it's something that native English speakers, we are taught this in school. When I was in high school, when I was in elementary school, when I was in college, I was taught how to do this. So this actually helps you support your idea and in essence becomes the foundation. When you are able to support your idea, it literally shows that you are a fluent English speaker. You're able to really organize your thoughts and ideas and communicate well in English. 
This also helps you to give clarity. It gives clarity to your idea. It makes it clear and easy to understand. I want you to think about this. Have you ever been listening to someone and they start talking, right? They're talking to you and you're following along, but then all of a sudden, instead of hearing words, all you hear is mama, 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 mama. You don't know what they're talking about. You know exactly what I'm saying, right? That happens when a person has not really provided a clear idea and is not supporting or proving their idea. Instead, they're talking about random things. Now you as an English learner, in order for you to communicate clearly and speak like a native English speaker, you must prove your idea because this will provide clarity for your idea and help the person understand. It also helps to round out your idea. It basically comes full circle. The person listening to you, here's your idea. Then after you prove it, there's this response. Ah, that makes sense. Similar to what's happening to you now, as you're watching this English lesson, I'm breaking this down again, four tips to help you communicate in English. And I'm proving it by giving you different examples, by helping you understand the power of following these tips and tip number two, proving your idea makes sense, right? Okay. Let's move on to tip number three. This is very important. Connect your idea to an emotion. This is another one that I love. So native English speakers, we have been taught our entire lives throughout school and even in adulthood, how to connect our lives to any topic how to connect our emotions to any topic. This is a part of speaking clearly in English, communicating in English and speaking English like a native. For example, before I get to this point, what do I do at the end of each English lesson? You know, story time, hey, right? And you look forward to the stories I tell you right at the end of the lessons. I'm connecting to you with an emotion. The story is either a happy story or a sad story or an inspirational story. I'm connecting the lesson to an emotion for you. In order to communicate in English, you need to connect your idea to an emotion. This is important. Point one, this is important because your idea will stay in the listener's mind if they care about it. For example, I know that you get frustrated when you're not able to express yourself like a native English speaker. I know you get sad or upset when you're trying to speak in English and the words just won't come out. I understand that. So when I'm teaching you in English, when I'm teaching you English in English, I am aware of what you are going through because I went through the same thing when I was studying Korean just right there. When I told you just now that I experienced the same thing you are experiencing right now, suddenly there was this connection. Ah, Tiffany understands me. I can follow her lessons because she knows what I'm going through. I connected my lesson, my idea to an emotion. When you do this, you will become a better communicator in English and start sounding like a native English speaker. The next thing is when someone cares about something, when the person listening to you cares about what you're saying, they pay attention to it more. 
Why do you watch my English lessons? Because there's a connection. I've never met you in person, but there's this connection we have, right? And that connection leads you to come back and watch these lessons because I truly care about you. And you recognize that, Hey, teacher Tiffany really cares about me and wants to help me improve my English. There's a connection. This is all part of speaking English like a native communicating clearly and well and effectively in English. The other thing is by connecting your idea to the listener's emotions, you inadvertently answer the why question in their mind. It should say the, not they, the why question in their mind. Think about this. When you're speaking to someone, you're explaining something to them, right? You're helping them understand your idea and your emotions, right? Well, when you're doing that, the person, as they're listening to you, the moment you connect to their emotions, the moment you realize, Hey, this is what they're feeling. And you connect to them. They want to listen more. And you're answering the question in their head. Why should I listen to this individual? Why should I spend my time with this individual listening to them? When you answer that by connecting to their emotions, everything goes much better. So again, three tip number three, connect your idea to an emotion. Now tip number four is just as important. Tip number four, share your examples for your idea. Again, share your examples for your idea. Earlier we talked about proving your idea. Now you're going to give examples. You're basically painting this picture in the mind of the person listening to you. They get to see your idea in their mind, in their imagination, right? So this is important because your story or experience makes your idea more real. When I talk to you about my experience in Korea, studying Korean and learning Korean, all of a sudden my lessons become more real. Ah, Tiffany is not just making this up. She's experienced it before she's helping me and she's explaining or talking about her personal experience for you. Tip number four, when you share examples for your idea, you're sharing your personal experience, which also helps the person connect to you. Another thing, when someone hears your story, they may also think about your idea more. You're giving them more things to connect to. You give them a story in their mind. You give them your ideas, you prove your ideas, and now you're giving examples. And all of these things are working in their brain as you're talking and they're paying attention to you more. You're communicating better in English, share your experiences, share your examples that connect to your idea. Point number three, by connecting your story, to your idea, your personal experience, like story time, you actually help the listener understand it even more than before. When you tell stories that are connected to the topic, when you tell stories that help your idea be a bit more clear, the person listening to you will literally understand even more. Here's the thing. You want to speak English like a native English speaker. You want to communicate clearly in English. It's not just about the words you learn or the expressions you learn. It's really about how you communicate, how you express your ideas and how you think in English. 
Now, I just gave you four tips today, but if you want to continue studying with me and you really want to learn how to communicate like a native English speaker, all you have to do is go to EnglishFluencyPlan.com. Again, www.EnglishFluencyPlan.com. The link is in the description and I would love to be your English teacher forever, helping you speak English like a native English speaker. I hope you enjoyed the lesson and I'll talk to you in the next one. You still there? Ha <laughs> ha! You know what time it is. Here we go. It's story time. Hey, I said it's story time. All right. So today's story, I'm going to connect to you, right? I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to actually connect an emotion. So I mentioned earlier that as an English learner, sometimes you get frustrated. Sometimes you really get upset because you're not able to express yourself clearly, right? And sometimes you also feel nervous. I want to tell you about a time I felt nervous speaking in English. So I actually, this is when I was in college. I was asked to give a sermon at my church. Now, I don't have any problems speaking up front. I don't have stage fright. I've never had stage fright. And this is something that's a blessing from God, right? I understand that many people have stage fright and are scared to stand up in public in front of others and speak. Um, but I don't have that fear. So I said, okay, I'll definitely speak. I'll, I'll give the sermon at church. So I did my research. I studied. I went through the Bible. I found a topic. I had my notes and everything was organized and I was praying. I wanted to make sure the Holy Spirit moved as I gave the sermon. So I prepared for a while and I had everything written out, all of my bullet points, everything was organized, right? And the morning that I was supposed to give the sermon, I woke up early. I rehearsed. I practiced, looked in the mirror, made sure everything was right. And as I was practicing, all of a sudden, my stomach began to turn like knots were in my stomach. It felt like my intestines were just turning and my stomach made me keel over. I bent over and said, oh my goodness, something's wrong. And I told my mom, I said, something's going on, like my stomach is killing me. I ran to the bathroom, I, I came back to my room, my stomach kept bothering me and I didn't know what was going on until... I realized that I was nervous. I was nervous because the message that I was going to preach was a very deep message. It was a message that would not be easy to deliver. It was deep, but it was not an easy message to deliver. And without realizing it, I had started to get nervous. So I prayed, I said, God, I need you to help me because I'm extremely nervous right now. And when you're nervous, you're not able to think clearly. You've been there before, right? As an English learner, when you're nervous, words don't just come out right. They don't come out the way you'd like them to come out. You're not able to communicate clearly. So I prayed and I, I got to church. I went to the pastor's office. You know, we, we went through the preliminaries of praying and getting everyone together. And then we walked into the church and I was still praying, Lord, I need you to help me. This nervousness came out of nowhere, but Lord, I need you to help me. The service was going on. We had music. We had announcements. We had prayer. Everything was going on, and I was still praying throughout the entire time. And then it was my turn to go to the pulpit, to the front, to deliver the sermon. And as soon as I stood up at the pulpit, 
I could feel God's presence, and I immediately was calm. And I preached the sermon, and the sermon went well, praise God. Everyone was blessed. People came up to me afterwards and said, man, that sermon was amazing. It was from God, not from Tiff. But the point is, when I was nervous, I wasn't able to think clearly. But the moment I calmed down, everything started to go smoothly. So for you as an English learner, you're going to have moments when you feel frustrated, when you feel nervous, and when you are not able to say what you like to say. In those moments, stop. Calm down and then start again. It's amazing how when you are calm, you are able to speak and communicate in English so much better. Hope you enjoyed this story and I will talk to you in the next lesson.